Good afternoon to my brothers and my sisters who are listening. Welcome to Be Encouraged with Kimmy. Let me be your cheerleader. I'm your favorite podcast host, Kimberly Durai. So I would like to ask you a question. What's in your mouth? And this is not a drill. This is not a joke. I know this is April Fool's Day, but I'm not trying to fool you. I'm seriously asking, what's in your mouth? Today's devotion will be coming from two scriptures, which is Proverbs 18.21, which reads, Life and death is in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Romans 4.17 says, Speak the things that are not as though they were. In this devotion, I will go over the power of words in a few areas in all of our lives where we need to watch what's coming out of our mouths so that we can have what we call faith talk. The first area is the most important, which is identity. Most of us know that our identity comes from God. And for those who don't know, it is not from tangible or material things. It's not even from our degrees. It's not from our titles, but from God. Ephesians 2 and 10 says we are God's masterpiece. Think of yourself as a Mona Lisa. Think of yourself as a Da Vinci piece or a Picasso, Picasso piece, right? You see, there are no mistakes with God. We were created on purpose and for a purpose. Even our imperfections come from God. 2 Corinthians 2 and 10 says when we are weak, he is strong. Family, we are overcomers. Romans 8, 37 says, yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Philippians 4, 13 says that because we have our identity that comes from God, we can do all things through Christ that strengthen us. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. So our full name spells V-I-C-T-O-R-Y. And then because we have our identity that comes from God, again, our strength comes from him. Because 1 John 4 and 4 says, greater is in he than he who is in the world. You see, we are not limited when we know that our identity comes from God. We act like it, we walk like it, and we talk like it. We are the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5, 21 says we are made right with God. So I just want to say that in order for us to walk in our true identity in Christ, we must improve our self-talk. Begin to declare and decree your identity each and every morning. So again, what's in your mouth? The second area is waiting on the promises that have yet to be fulfilled. Some of y'all already know where I'm going with this one. Isaiah 40, 31 says, Those who wait upon the Lord shall renew your strength, mount up like eagles with wings, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. To my brothers and my sisters, I want us all to know that waiting is not a bad thing. And remember, when it comes to God's timing, we are already in God's timing, but we are walking it out. And sometimes, yes, things can be delayed. But how many of us know that Psalms 84 and 11 says, no good thing will be withheld from us and those who walk upright. If he said it, it's going to come to pass regardless of when it does. So I say that to say that I heard someone say once that the way of glory Slash promise is so heavy that God has to help develop and grow us before he brings that promise to pass. Romans 8.18 says, yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory that is revealed to us later. To my brothers and my sisters, when we are waiting for promises to be fulfilled, waiting for them to come to pass. Now, remember, God already has an appointed time uh, to when the promise will come to pass. There is no such thing as as a promise 
coming to pass later, meaning that God, we are being patient with God. It's not about being patient with God because God is not slow to bring his promise to pass. But I just want to let everyone know that, um, that, that, that it is not about, um, it is not about just sitting around waiting by the window for the promise to come to pass again. It's about knowing if God said it, he's going to do it. Never pay attention to what you see, but always pay attention to what God says is what my late spiritual father, prophet Monday will say. So when we are believing God for the appointed time to come to pass, we should be chewing on scripture or scriptures because not all the time will people close to us be available or a prophet that comes to speak over us. In other words, we have to be like David, encourage ourselves in the Lord. Psalms 27 and 14 says, wait patiently for the Lord. Be brave and courageous. Yes, wait patiently for the Lord. Lamentations 325 says, the Lord is good unto them that wait for him, to the soul that seeketh him. Now remember, we are not waiting on God because he is slow to keep his promises. We are believing God for the appointed time. Proverbs 3, verse 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Acknowledge him in all thy ways, and he will direct our paths. And for those of you that feel you are being delayed, again, encourage yourself in the Lord. Romans 8, 28, always keep this scripture in mind, that all things work together for the good, that love God and are called according to God's purpose. So again, to my brothers and my sisters, I go back to what I originally asked you what's in your mouth the third area is healing whether we are in need of emotional or physical healing we still need to stand and speak out loud scriptures isaiah 53 and 5 says jesus was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities for the chastisement of our peace was upon him and by his stripes we are healed what i'm trying to say is speak to your body until it lines up with the word and will of god and believe by faith that it is already done because remember, not only does Romans 4.17 says um, to speak the things that are not as though they were, but we have yet to pay attention to, to the scripture before that, which says Romans 4.16, Abraham received the promise by faith. So you have to receive uh, what God has for you with faith. If you ask for it and you speak it and you have little faith, it's hard. It, 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 it won't come to pass. So you have to believe, you have to have deep-rooted faith, knowing that if God said it again, he going to do it. Philippians 4 and 8 says, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. In other words, whose report are you going to believe? The report of the Lord. So yet again, I pose the question, what's in your mouth? The fourth area is finances. Here, I would like to say that God is our shepherd and Jesus, his son, is the great shepherd that watches over his flock. In Hebrew, we call them Jehovah Ra. Psalms 23 and 1 says, the Lord is my shepherd and I lack nothing. Now, when I received this, I felt it was the secret to the sauce, especially for those of us who are tithers, faithful tithers and cheerful givers. Philippians 4.19 says, God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Luke 6.38 says, give my favorite and it shall be given unto you in good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, men shall pour into our bosom. So I say that to say, 
before I say anything, let me go on to Malachi 3.10, which says, Bring ye tithes into the storehouse, that there might be meat in my house. This is good. And prove me now here, which says the Lord of hosts, if I won't open up the windows of heaven, pour you out a blessing, there shall not be room enough to receive. I would like to say that whoever you sow into, just know that you are receiving whatever is out of that person's heart. Know that if you want wealth, you might as well sow into a wealthy person. Because that's exactly what you're going to get. The principle remains the same. You reap what you sow. So please be mindful of what you sow into. Always sow into good soil. If you want good finances, if you want overflow, sow into a person or a place that has overflow. Amen? Because if you give, it shall be given unto you. If you sow, you shall also reap. Amen? Proverbs 11.25 says the liberal soul shall be made fat. You see, when we are obedient and meeting the conditions, which is giving, we can enjoy the privileges, which is the harvest. All right, family, it's seed time and harvest. Amen. I also want to say to this point, even if we are not obedient in this area, for whatever reason, God is still faithful to perform it. So to my brothers and my sisters, what are you speaking over your finances and what is in your mouth? After asking several times what is in your mouth, I want to know what scriptures you are dec decreeing and declaring over your life as it relates to your identity. How are you calling it forth? The promises that have yet to be fulfilled, your healing, your finances, or your circumstances in general. How are you speaking to those things? How are you making that mountain move from here to there and it never be there again? Because remember, Job 22 and 28 says, Decree a thing and it shall be established. To my brothers and my sisters, if you don't take anything from this message, I want you all to know that number one, God honors what is coming out of your mouth. Going back to the title, what is in your mouth? Is it life or death? Praises or curses? Complaining or compliments? Remember, you reap what you sow even when it comes, what, even when it comes to what is coming out of your mouth. Number two, if we work the word, the word will work for us, but it will only work if you work it. So exercise those spiritual muscles. Get in God's gym. Amen. Number three, trust God. Come into agreement with what God says because he wants to do and show you a new thing. Lastly, my prayer for all of you is that what comes out of your mouth brings God glory. Though no one may be listening, God most definitely is. Think of it this way. Speaking life is an act of worship, meaning that our faith talk should become a lifestyle. To my brothers and my sisters, our goal is to be obedient, even with our words. And in order for the word to work for us, it must start by coming out of our mouths. So what are you declaring and decreeing? What are you speaking to those mountains in your life? What are you speaking to your day-to-day -day situations? What are you even speaking to your day? How are you commanding your day? Mind you, I didn't say command God. I said, how are you commanding your day? Because it is up to us to command our day so it can line up with the word and will of God so that our day won't control us, but we will control our day because our mind will already be fixed on God. We will already have the mind of Christ if we command our day. Because we don't let our situations, our circumstances, people, places, or things tell us what to do. We tell it what to do by speaking it into the spiritual realm. Amen? And it shall manifest in the natural realm. 
So keep speaking those things. Keep speaking those things that are not as though they were. Keep speaking life and keep receiving the promises by faith because that is how you will obtain it. Amen. So let's go to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you, God, for this, this day. Thank you, God, that, that this day is going so well. Thank you, God, that our day and our night and the day after the week, next week, the next month, the next minute, the next second will line up with the word and will of God. I thank you, God, that we are living out the perfect will of God. I thank you, God, that everything that you promise us we shall get in 2023 and beyond. I thank you, God, that we are not waiting on you because you are slow to keep your promises. We are simply waiting for the appointed time. We are believing for the appointed time because there's already an appointed time in which you will bring everything to pass. So I thank you, God, for teaching us how to live by faith and how to have faith talk and how to talk like and walk like we are your king's kids. So I thank you, God, that you are, Lord God, who you say that you are. You are, Lord God, everything, our everything. I thank you, God, that you are our miracle worker, our way maker, and our promise keeper. I thank you, God, that even though sometimes we may feel alone, we are not. Because you said that you would never leave us or forsake us. And we thank you, God, that every time we speak the word of God, the angels hearken to it. I thank you, God, that angels are dispatched because of your power and your sovereignty in the name of Jesus. And I bless you, God, that you are a sovereign God. You are in control. And I thank you, God, that you are supreme. You have a high power. You have a power above anything else. And I thank you, God, that you have shown us your power through your great son, Jesus Christ. And I thank you, God, that our, our faith talk comes from what's on the inside, Lord God. So I ask that you encourage our hearts, Lord God, on today, Lord God, and let everyone know that that you are standing right there and you are always at work you never slumber nor sleep and i thank you god that if you said it you're going to do it because you said father you told us to put you in remembrance in the things that you have said and you said father it's not in my book it's not in anyone listening book but it's in your book that you said that you are not a man that you shall lie nor you the son of man that you shall repent if you said it shall you not do it and if you spoke it shall you not making good you are the god of all truth and you are the god of all flesh there is nothing too hard for you and i thank you god and i bless you god hallelujah in the name of jesus and i bless you lord i bless you lord that you are our abba father all natures of you are all in one and i thank you god i thank you god i thank you god and I bless you, God, for your holy and righteous name. I thank you, God, that you are the king of kings and the Lord of lords. I thank you, God, that you are the king almighty. I thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. And I bless you, God. And I worship you, God, that you love us with an everlasting love. I thank you, God, that we can feel the love right now. Thank you, God. We love you, God. And we thank you, God, that you love us in ways that we don't love ourselves. Thank you, God, for even protecting us from ourselves, Lord God. Thank you, God, that it's not so much about the devil being our greatest enemy. It is us who is our worst enemy. So I thank you, God, that you are protecting us and loving on us in ways that we never thought that we could be loved. And I thank you, God, that you are beyond any human understanding, in any human intellect, any human mind. You are beyond that. You are a limitless God, and there's no death to what we can understand about you. Lord God, you are so deep, Lord God, that you're everlasting, you're eternal, and I thank you, God, that you are just 
God, the great almighty, and I thank you, God, and I worship you, God. And if there's anything, Lord God, that is holding up certain things from coming to us, from obtaining the promise, Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that you reveal it to us, Lord God, and that we stand and believe by faith that it shall soon come to pass. And we thank you, God, that we shall reap what we sow, even when it comes from out of our own mouths. I thank you, God, and I bless you, God, that we will no longer speak death, but we will speak life. We will no longer complain, but we will compliment. We will no longer curse each other or curse ourselves, but we will praise each other, and we will praise ourselves, praise ourselves in the sense of um shouting and saying hallelujah being happy for each other being joyful for each other being joyful for ourselves that's what i mean by praise heavenly father and i know you know what we are in need of before we even ask so i thank you god that it is already done in jesus name amen